good Sunday morning. Welcome to another edition of the Sunday Rise Week 2 NFL pregame. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG. Rocking and rolling, shucking and jiving. Sunday morning. With us is the one and only Midnight Rider. The lovely, the talented, the beautiful Swamp Queen Lady C. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning. Now we're gonna jump right into this. We 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 had some uh <laughs> some things to talk about. We was like, you know what, we're gonna skip that. We're gonna jump right into the game. First up. It's better for our welfare if we skip that. <laughs> Patriots Steelers. Um, you got the Steelers. Uh, I believe the Steelers are hosting this. Um mm-hmm. and the Patriots are two and a half point favorites. Uh God, dog, uh, you, you you try to have everything ready, and then you still forget something. Um, the Patriots are on one. Steelers are one and zero after week one. Uh, Belichick versus Tomlin, and we're gonna start with the Midnight Rider. What you got on this one? All right, so this one's easy. Two of the best coaches in the league, probably one and two, if you had to rank them. Uh, questions I saw this week is. A, Najee Harris' foot is a serious injury. I know he's expected to play, but is he going to be able to play all four quarters? Uh, and then what's the Steelers' pass rush going to look like without T.J. Watt? Those are two big questions I had coming in today. I think they'll get answered some way, shape, or form. Uh, I think I put money on the Steelers because I just don't see why New England's favorite. So I don't know what the over-under is, but I'm taking the under because I think both teams will play hard. And it won't get out of hand. So it's going to be a real simple game. Um, but, yeah, I think I like the Steelers in this one. What you got, Sean? Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, I think there is the, the over-under. Oh, my God, are we doing that again? I know we can still see me. We're good. Okay. Because I swear string, string, string your hates me. Um. I want to say that the over-under is at uh, 40.5, and New England is a two-point favorite in this. I'm I'm definitely going to have to go to go for the Steelers because, you know, Belichick, yeah, he, he's a good coach. He's one of the greatest. He, you know, he's the, he's a GOAT of coaching. Uh, and Tomlin is making that path for himself. Like, he's really blazing that. Um, I've only seen a few bad choices. With Tomlin and his coaching career, um, so I'm I'm really putting it all on the coaches, not necessarily the players, because they're just there to execute. The coaches is the mastermind. So I'm really taking. Whew, I'm taking the Steelers in this. You know, neither team is my favorite, but with the Pats not having uh, Brady anymore, you know. He's still kind of a little rocky a little bit. Uh, their their QB has still has a little growth to do, uh, a little grooming. Belichick, is, you know, has to groom him a little bit more. But Tomlin is, you know, pretty much set in stone. So I'm going to take uh, – I'm taking the Steelers over this one. KG, what you got? Well, well I'm, I'm going to ask a question. How healthy is Mac Jones? His back was hurt last week. Uh He's the key to a pass victory. It's Mac Jones. Now, Pittsburgh was supposed to have all these quarterback issues. And, you, you know, you got Trubisky, you got Kenny Pickett, who's going to start and who's going to be able to lead. The Patriots don't have that. The Patriots were supposed to be solid and ready to roll. It wasn't They didn't look like they was ready to roll last week. And it didn't look like the team from last year either. So I got to I gotta look at this and I want to go with the Pats, but I think I may go with the Steelers on this one. Um, you know what? I changed my mind. I'm going with the Patriots. I'm going to take the Patriots in this one. They will cover the two and a half. They'll win by three. It'll be a close one. Uh, won't be a defensive battle. I'm going to say 38-35. Wow. Okay. So uh, It's funny you say that because Pittsburgh always can find a pass rusher. So I think the kid's name is Highsmith that they drafted in the second or third round two years ago, I think he's going to be their impact guy. And then you said something really about Mac. Um, I forgot about the back, so that's going to be interesting. And the Pages don't really play well in September. 
that's another misnomer. Like they always end with a great record, but it's because they make it up in November and December. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily start strong. I mean, they, they, they're, they're the opposite of the Cowboys, right? So, and I'm not saying that as a dig. It, it's fact. <laughs> it's a fact. I'm not saying that as a dig. So, um, next up. Our Washington Commanders. We are Commanders. Take command. I, I, I hate that. When they came up with that, I was like, oh, my God, that is cringeworthy. Anyway, Lions, uh, they visit Detroit today. Lions are one-and-a-half-point favorites in Detroit. Um, the Lions, boy, the Lions, the Lions. The Lions lost a heartbreaker to the Eagles last week. Um, <clears throat> looking at this game. Washington looked pretty good. Defense came on late in the game. Uh but I, I I'm 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 gonna go ahead and let y'all handle this and I'm gonna leave it alone. I'll get it last. That way I can get my thoughts together. So midnight rider, take that away. So um I think this is the first thing that I thought about today's game is the Carson roller coaster. So last during the week, I went back and looked at the Indianapolis and his numbers each week. And it was funny because he would have a big game. And then he'd have two games where he's like about 220, 230 yards. And then he'll come back with a big game. So I'm hoping we're not in that range where we're getting that 230, Carson. I hope we get the 304 touchdown kind of performance again. Uh, other thing that concerns me is TJ Hawkinson versus the linebacking core um, for this team. We can't cover anybody um, from the tight end position. So him having the ability to get loose is something that scares me. And then uh, DeAndre Swift, the running back, is another person that I think we should keep our eyes on today. If he goes off, this could be a long day in Commander Nation or, I guess, at the command center or at headquarters or whatever you want to call it. Uh, what do you think, Swamp Queen? Uh, ooh. Ooh. See, I, I really haven't been following um, the Lions that much. So Who does? I really can't. I, I, right, um, you watch hard knocks. I mean, but you know, no, no it's I mean, the first like, year I didn't watch hard knocks because it was the Lions. Sorry, true, like, yeah, they're, they're okay. Like, I, I can, you know, I can sleep without them. Um, I can totally take my nap without them. Uh, but you know they've been kind of making their little their little moves, getting getting up there, getting picking up just a little momentum. Uh, so they are definitely somebody to watch. Maybe if you you know full insomnia, but I'm just gonna go with the commanders uh, because you have you know you got McKissick, you got. You know, uh, Gibson, like, the defense, commander's defense, they seem to have a breakdown, uh, like, midways, like, third quarter. They they started kind of breaking down a little bit. But they seem to kind of pull it together in the end. Sometimes it's just a little too late in past seasons. Um Break down that third quarter and they pull it back together, but it's but it's just a little too late and they up uh away with the L. But I think if the defense holds it together uh throughout, you know, have a have a very strong second half, I think that'll be good. So commanders with a W. I don't even know what the over under is, but um I was looking it up. I, I couldn't find any time. Um, but I'm I'm pulling for commanders with this. Uh it's not gonna be a blowout. I take commanders in seven. But by, by a good touchdown. The line is a trap. The line has I think it's two and a half, if I remember correctly. And all Detroit likes to do is lose by three. So think about that when you put place in your bet. Well, I'm gonna throw this. And I'm gonna oh, say, oh, 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 this this part of the segment is brought to you by Afro Sheen. Go ahead, David. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with a little TCB. Yeah, um, use Afro Sheen. 
you just show both of y'all just showed y'all age. I just want to let y'all know that. Hey, it's all good. <laughs> but I'm not used to losing to the Lions as a Washington fan. I'm not used to losing to the Lions. I remember, shoot, let's go back to 91, and that was the best Lions team ever. We beat them 45 to nothing opening week. Kept Barry Sanders under wraps. In the playoffs, what did we beat them, 41-10? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it got to the point where it was so loud that the referees wanted the, the crowd to calm down type thing. Over the years, I remember beating the Lions consistently. And even when they had Barry Sanders, I think that was the only time Barry Sanders didn't rush 400 yards against terrible Washington defenses. I never knew why we were his kryptonite. Now you talk about Swift. Swift is going to be limited today with an ankle injury. I don't expect him to really play a lot. You know, it may be a ploy and say, hey, you know, you ain't ready for it. Boom, here you go. And Hawkinson, you know how to shut down Hawkinson? You have your strong safety. I wouldn't I wouldn't even let – I'm not letting my linebackers cover Hawkinson. I, that's where my strong safety comes in. I'm letting my strong safety cover him. But the first pass they throw to him, I don't give a damn. If it's over his head, it's out of the way, we'll pay for the penalty, we'll pay for the fine. Knock him on his ass. I'm talking about blazing and whap. That's it. Old school John Madden, have his tongue slapping his brain. That's it. I guarantee you he's not going out for another pass. He go out for another pass and he really put his hands up and leave himself open again, hit him again. All right, Greg, Double G Williams. That's it. Hey, if you kill the head, the body will die. Just just remember, um, Detroit has won, I think it's four to last five or five of the last six in this series. They have. Our last win was the win that um, um, Haskins had at FedEx. That was and the last win we had. And we had to put – that was, uh, what, two years ago we had to pull that out. And I was at that game. Dwayne's first, first NFL win. I was there. I was in the building. It was cold. And the crowd was electric, man. And mm-hmm. so many stories came out of that out of that game. And I was like, y'all missing the narrative. He pulled that game out himself. Y'all missing the narrative. But I'm not going to get into that. So, um, But I, I'm, I'm taking Washington. I think defense will show up, show out, uh, give me Washington. Washington. Running away with this one. B, not even close. Uh, God, I'm going to say it. 35-14. Okay. So I'm I'm feeling confident, you know, and it's not often that I feel confident about Washington, but this is where I, I think we got ourselves a quarterback. Let's just say that. So uh next up on the list, Seahawks Niners. Niners are favored by nine in this game. Uh what's crazy, the Niners have two legit quarterbacks, and they can switch off to anybody. And uh, you know. Later on, when we get to the to the other game, I, I'll talk about what I thought was going to happen. But the Niners have two legit quarterbacks. They got a defense that's out of this world. Um, you, when we talked about it, what was that? Uh, early in the week, we talked about Bosa's, and the Bosa family is just absolutely just got daggone beast. But uh, the Niners lost last week. So Seahawks come in, surprised the, the Broncos on Monday, 1-0. Niners coming in 0-1, but now they're nine-point favorites against the Seahawks. Uh, will we get more Geno Magic, Midnight Rider? Oh, um, I wouldn't say Geno Magic. I think uh, the defense played much better. They were much more explosive than I thought they were going to be. Uh, Quadre Diggs is probably one of the better safeties in the league. And I think they didn't miss uh, – what's his name? Abrams? Abraham? No, Abrams. They didn't miss him. Adams. That's who it was. Jamal Adams. I'm sorry. Um, they didn't miss him at all. And just like I can't remember his name because every year he's carted off um, since he left New York. The thing about this game uh, that kind of keeps me – I'm just a little wondering about is uh, Trey Lance, who is he? Because, of course, last week in the monsoon, you can't really figure anything out about a quarterback in those conditions. And then Gino, is this, I mean, he said that they told him he was done, but he didn't read the letter or he didn't read it. So 
he didn't know that. So I wonder what we get from Gino today. Who is Gino Smith? Um, it's kind of odd to be asking a nine or eight, ten year vet who they are. But if you play strong defense, you can always hide the deficiencies of your quarterback. So I think that's where we get in this. Uh, I think the number was nine and a half in terms of San Fran, right? San Fran minus nine and a half. So I took the Seahawks with the plus nine um, all day, every day. You couldn't beat me to the register on that one. You a bold dude. Hey, man. That's, that looked like a Vegas special to me. Because I don't think they're going to score a lot of points. Just because the two offenses, if with the quarterbacks being so inconsistent, I just don't see the two offenses doing enough to generate a lot of points today. So that's why I don't like the nine number. So that's why I took the plus nine. Uh-oh, you're the muted, Zoe. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Lady C. I'm sorry. Oh. um, So, you know, last week that was that was a heartbreaker. That was definitely a heartbreaker. Like, pretty sure everyone was pulling for Russ. Um, only to just be huh, defeated like that. Like, we were pulling for you. We were all pulling for you. Like, have my neighbors coming to check on me, making sure I was okay because I was over here yelling. Um, and I'm not even a Broncos fan. Like, not even a Broncos fan. I'm a Russell Wilson fan. But uh, this week, you know, I don't I don't know what happened last week with, with Broncos uh defense. Like like Kev said, you know, they couldn't even stop a damn nosebleed. Like, uh, so I don't know what the the 49ers uh, defense is going to do to, you know, with the uh, Seahawks, you know, because I don't know if maybe the Seahawks defense was that damn good or was it Broncos defense that was that damn bad? That make you know, cause the worst team could make the you know. So it's it's hard to tell, but I don't think this is going to be a high scoring game. I put them, you know, it's going to be a good fight. Uh, because the 49ers does have a, a nice, nice lineup with their with their defense and offense. Uh, hopefully, what's his name can actually stay on the field this time. I think uh, I think he gets carted off like a lot, a lot. Like I don't need, I forget his name. Uh, Jamal Adams. Yeah, like he's he's had more cart rides than the cart driver. Shit. Like he just need to come on in and just bring that bitch in himself. Um, so he could just ride it on out third quarter. All right, y'all, I'm out. But. I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take the Seahawks in this one. I'm gonna take the Seahawks. I'm gonna take that nine. Well, I'm gonna say this, and we joined by the man that writes all the checks, the boss BJ. Uh, I'm gonna say this, and I know we're not talking about the Broncos, but I was pulling for the Broncos last week too, and. I said something to my wife and she said, what did that have to do with anything? I said, it changed a lot. Once Sierra started twerking at gas stations on top of Jeeps, seemed like Russell Wilson ain't played the same no more. The fuck? That, that, that still has nothing to do with the damn price of tea in China. Damn it. It, it has a lot to do with it because it, it's like the whole narrative, the whole on the field, Russell Wilson, I'm a Russell Wilson fan. I love Russell Wilson. Off the field, I love Russell Wilson. I love his humble opinion. I love how how he is. But now your wife then then gone and 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 went back to this ratchet stuff. And if she gonna act like that, go deal with future. Don't deal with a wholesome Christian boy like this. And act like this, a good Christian boy here, he don't do those type of things. Well, hell, she got to do something. She got to do something because clearly he out there fucking up the goddamn contract. Man, he got the contract. Got to do something to keep the money coming. But no, they, nah. they knew everything he was doing. They knew everything he was doing last week. Two fumbles inside your own 
um, five-yard line is what did the Broncos in last week. Had nothing else to do with anything else. You had two turn, turn um, turnovers on third and fourth down in goal line situations. So you mind, you're taking all 14 points right there. You so you're not even in that situation. Twice. Say that again? You ran the same drive twice, same lineup, same fucking plays, and, and you fucked it up twice. Mm-hmm. Same exact. But that's where the 14 points comes into play. Because you're not you're not taking that last minute drive if you get those 14 points. So I think that's where they they messed up the church's money, is they just couldn't convert. Here's my thing. And this is the only reason why I said that. Because I mean then she got twerk a little bit because maybe that's why. Because she distracting the man by twerking. No. Go back to being the wholesome young lady that she was before. You're not dealing with future no more. You're dealing with Russell. Oh boy. What's wrong with Sierra twerking though? Like to, At a gas like station? Really? People, yeah, black folk get money, don't know how that. It, it it does matter where if you're gonna twerk twerk for your husband behind closed doors. Like you got women out here talking about, oh, I want to know what Prince Sierra said to get Russell Wilson and stuff like that. And then you out here twerking. No, I can twerk and get me. No, you cannot. You ain't gonna get you no wholesome man like that. No, no, no Christian boy like him. Anyway, we talking nine to Seahawks. <laughs> and Seahawks knew everything that Russell Wilson was gonna do last week. They're not gonna know what Trey Lance gonna do this week. And that was a true football <laughs> game in Chicago. Um, I think we're gonna have better weather this week. So let me say this. San Francisco by 10. Okay. So, I'm, I'm San Fran by 10. Um, next up, and we're kind of going out of order. Uh, you know what? Bears Packers is the eight o'clock game. Let's go, uh, let's go Buck Saints. Okay. No, was it was it Buck Saints that you want to do first, or was it Bengals Cowboys? Which one you want to do first? Let's go um Buck Saints. Because that's that's right in the heart of um the Swamp Queens land, you know what I'm saying? Hey. Let's get a little home field advantage. All right, Bucks and are two and a half. Point. Yep, Bucks are two and a half point favorites. What you got, Lady C? I got a lot of hurt and pain, a lot of mixed emotions um with with my boys. Like we ain't, we ain't doing too good. Ooh, yeah, we that's. I don't know if the voodoo ain't working. I mean, I mean the recipes. Um, I, I don't know if it been, you know, some of the seasonings that we didn't use then got old. The dolls are the falling apart. I'm not sure what the hell is going on. So we have we have a new coach. So we basically have a baby team. Um. We had, you know, so we, well, I don't know what to say about my babies. Like, I'm, I'm diehard. I'm still going to rep till, till like, there's no more team. Like, uh, I'm not even going to put the bag over my head, showing my face, you know, who that till I die, who that anyway. But, you know, Saints and Buccaneers, you know, that's one of our um, divisional games. Um, just like Tampa Bay was. Uh, let's see. And I was reading a little earlier about it. So we have Kamara, like he he's supposed to miss. Like uh, we don't know. Uh, I think he's going to miss the game. Uh, today because he because of his injury. Whew. And then you got Jameis Winston. I don't know what the hell that baby was doing last week. I don't know what he forgot. The the plays he forgot where he was at. Um, he got to looking at the grass too much. I don't know. He was looking at the birds in the sky because he was out there fucking up left and right. 
But Tampa Bay is favored to, you know, two and a half. No over-under is set at 44. I honestly I'm gonna have to pull for uh Tampa Bay with this one because this this is where I, I, I see it going. Like you have Brady and, and Winston. Uh you know, yeah, he hopefully Giselle and then done something to Brady to, you know, kind of fuck his head up for the game today. Maybe, maybe not. She even said something. I don't know, but maybe she twerked at a gas station. You don't know. Twerk with what? <laughs> she probably twerked at a gas station. That's why he playing the way he playing. <laughs> twerk with I'm, what? I'm, okay, she was backing. She was using her back. Just pop it, pop it, pop it. Right. She shaking her dress. Uh, because pretty much all that baby got. Um, uh, shaking the roaches out of dress. I don't know that. I guess that's the new dance. Um okay Tracy Turnblad. But, <laughs> but you know I'm I'm gonna have to say, even though these are my boys, I'm diehard, but I, I feel that they're gonna take the L this weekend. Um uh, so I'm I'm gonna go ahead and take the bucks. Uh that two and a half. I'm taking everything for for Tampa this weekend. All right. Well, I guess I'm up because the, the midnight rider wants to close. Let me let me throw it to BJ first. B, you're here. We talking Buck Saints. Um, what you got, bro? I mean, you know, Tom Brady, he, he ain't living with his wife no more, and she upset he didn't came back. And you know, the Saints got a good defense, but they look a little lost. What you got? Yeah, and then you know. Chris Godwin hurt himself for the, the Buccaneers. So, I mean, I'm going to still take Brady in that two and a half because um, it's Tom Brady. And then he, got, he still has Mike Evans. He still has – I don't know. I think Leonard Fournette was questionable too. I think he might be questionable. But, like I said, you know, we talked about Julio Jones. You're going to get super Julio this year. He's not going to get hurt. You know what I'm saying? He's going he's gonna to play – like that Atlanta Julio Jones, you know, beforehand. So I, I still take 12. I, even though Jameis came on in the second half, um, we know Jameis can play, man. You know, he's proved it. He could, he could throw the football around, you know. Um, just got to – I mean, I, I think it could go either way. I'll go with the Bucks, But we know two and a half ain't, ain't nothing but a courtesy. So, but give me, give me the Bucks in the two and a half. I'll, I'll, I'll lean with 12 and Brady. All right. And of course, you know me, I'm I'm going with the Bucks. Uh no, no offense, Lady C. No offense. I'm gonna go with the Bucks because it's Tom Brady. And sometimes so you don't know how to keep your job. I'm grandfathered in. Mm, really? Mm, mm. Check my contract. I go all the way back to ZK's. Mm. Mm, really? Mm. I play oh, golf with the balls. To... How about that? I play golf with the balls. Maybe you missed that fine print. Mm. I'm going to go ahead and take the Bucks because I play golf with the balls. And maybe, may, may, you know, sometimes as a man, when you're going through things at home, you do better at work. And you immerse yourself in, in your work and you become hyper-focused and you do things. Maybe that that's going to happen for Tom Brady. Well, I, I know it happens for myself. And I'm sure the boss, BJ and Ben, you can both agree to that. When, you know, got things going home, at, going on at home at work, at home, when you go to work, it's like you're hyper-focused. You're trying to get it done. And, you know, you're not trying to think about it. It's like you're trying to take your mind off for a couple of hours so you can just, like, get some clarity. Maybe that'll happen for Tom Brady. Maybe Giselle will be like, you know what? Tom needs me. It, it, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do this to him. We can talk about this after the season over. You know, maybe she just need to cup his face and say, look, after this season, this is it. Come home, please. But if the fire has not died, you can't just extinguish it like that. 
Same thing I told my wife. I said, you can't extinguish that fire like that. And Tom Brady still has the fire at what? 40 what year years old? 43, 44. I think, you know what I really think he's trying to do? I think he's trying to break George Blander's record. And I always say we'll never see that in our lifetime. Anybody break George Blander's record. Now, he could really do it if he says, all right, I'm going to become a kicker after this year. He's a kicker for the next four years. He could do it. But um, give me the bucks. Uh, I don't think it's going to be as decisive as last week. Give me the Bucks 23-20. They'll cover the two and a half. Uh, Midnight Rider. So this actually worked out even better than I thought because I knew this was going to go this way. So now the Midnight Rider is actually becoming the lone wolf I see on a lot of these things because I'm taking the Saints. And the reason I'm taking the Saints is because history has told me that the Saints have beaten the Bucks. I think they're um, 4-0 against the Bucks since Brady's been there. And numbers don't lie. That's That's just my thing. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't lie, and neither does the eye in the sky. And um, I think the defensive line for the Saints is going to give the Buccaneers problems, and then that's going to cause the issue. And I think Jameis Winston has found something because he's got a – he's probably got one of his – not his first, but he's got a steady receiver in Michael Thomas. Uh, I think the only issue is their running back – their running game. And maybe Kamara's in and out of the lineup, but still I think they have enough because they've shown to be a thorn in the side of Tom Brady. But I think the Saints pulled this out. So I got the Saints and the number. Again, another one I ran to the book. I was like, pay me, pay me, because I'm ready. Let's go. Uh, that's pretty much all I got on this, man. It's just I don't see a way that the Bucks actually win this, to be honest with you, just with the way the Saints play them. Okay. I mean, it was, it was one season that I think that we beat them just by damn field goals. I want to say it was last season. Yeah. <laughs> And we took them out just, just by field goals. Mess my money up. But yeah, I'm, I'm cause I see I see Brady, like I see a different focus in him. So yeah, I'm gonna have to go against my boys on this one. Mm. Okie dokie. I hate it. I hate it. But I gotta sometimes go. you gotta do it. Yeah. You gotta do it. Uh Next game that I alluded to earlier, uh, Bengals versus Cowboys. Bengals are seven-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. Uh, Cowboys are down to Cooper Rush. Oh, I, I missed that memo. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. My bad. I, I checked it late. I missed that memo. Um, Bengals are a uh, uh, favorite seven-and-a-half. Joe Burrow versus Cooper Rush. And the reason why I said I bring this up later was – the Niners have Jimmy Garoppolo. The Niners, you know, they want to offload him. They're paying him. I said, well, Dallas, take some of that money and say, hey, let's get Jimmy G. Because they're not going to get Cam. They're not going to get A.B. We had this discussion in our chat. They're not going to do any of that. Where the Cowboys going to be smart enough and say, hey, we need to find somebody to sit in for Dak for these couple of weeks so we can at least win a few games till Dak gets back and probably make a strong push to – the playoffs, but they did none of that. So let's go around the room. Midnight Rider, Lady C, BJ, and then it'll come back to me. Let's go. All right. So this one, I just like the matchups in this game. Uh, first and foremost, you got Micah Parsons going against the revamped offensive line for the Bengals. And I don't know if you saw my um Facebook last week, but that that revamped line didn't look all that revamped. It looked like it did the when um, the Titans were racking up nine sacks in the ball game, So that part right there scares me in this matchup. But the other thing that I'm worried about is this receiving core going against Diggs. Um, you got Chase. I don't know who he guards because they have three studs. I know Higgins has been questionable because he had a concussion last week. So I haven't gotten the last update on that. But even with that being said, because the Cowboys are starting Cooper Rush, I'm taking the Bengals and whatever it is. I don't care. I, got, I like what Cincinnati does. I like mixing. They throw in P. Ron every now and then uh, just as a as an offset. And then their defense, eh, it does enough. Their defense does just enough to get them to the finish line. So I think this is another situation where they don't mess it up and the offense takes them home. I got the Bengals winning this. And hopefully their long snapper doesn't get hurt again. 
because that's the only reason they didn't beat Pittsburgh is because they were one long snapper away from closing the ball game out. So those are my thoughts. So, uh, Lady C, what you got, babe? Uh, let's see. What was the um? What's the, well, I'm I'm gonna take the Bengals, and this is why. So you got Joe Burrow, uh, Baby Burrow, uh, you know, uh, Super Bowl winner. Okay, so he's, his confidence got a little boost. Now, I want to say it was last 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 week that his little confidence, because he's gotten cocky, but he kind of deserves it. But uh, he wasn't – he was off his game a little bit last week because of his cockiness. Um, but you have Burrow versus Rush. So – like I'm definitely gonna have to take the Bengals in this because Rush, he came on that field last week and was like, mm, "What do I do? What is this? Is this what happened, boss? Where where I go?" <laughs> and they just ate his legs up. So definitely gonna have to take uh, the. Uh, the the Bengals over over Dallas because um, you know Prescott is out, but like with him being out, he um, it really it really wouldn't matter. I think that if Prescott was uh, was healthy and and still in, I would still pull for Cincinnati in this because their Cincinnati's defense has really stepped up their game. Uh, now the Cowboys defense, they're really good. Like they, they've always been good, but it's that breakdown. Like they don't, they don't mesh. Like it's something that just fucks up and breaks down. I don't know if it's because Dak is breaking down in the third quarter or, or what, like that third quarter choke, like he, Dak gonna choke. Like he, he likes to get choked more than more than uh more than a female does you know <laughs> that's, that's just my take on there <coughs> oh shit. Uh, so hmm, maybe he likes a little bdsm session because that's what he shows in, in the third quarter that's what shows up <laughs> but I'm, I'm just gonna have to take uh what what's the over under with this Cause I don't see Cowboys winning at all. It's I don't even over. have the over under. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I haven't found it. Like I definitely have not found it, but I'm definitely going to take it. Uh, I think they're, they're predicting uh, Bengals 21 Cowboys 13. Uh, one of the sources. So I'm going to take that. <laughs> Uh, Boss, Brian. So, so I'm looking on Bleacher Report. The the Bengals are favored by seven and a half. I'll take all of that. Like I said, I'm wondering if um, sorry, I got to do grandpa duties, but I was wondering if uh, we saw Dak a couple seasons ago get hurt and lead the league and pass it for the next two three weeks while he was out. That last last week's game, he looked like he might have been already hurt. You know, and, and it just makes you it just makes you scratch your head and wonder. I know people give the Cowboy shit, a lot of people give Dak Prescott shit, but for the most part, you know, he's a he's not a not a lower tier quarterback, and he plays a little bit better than the mid tier. So I just wonder if he was already hurt last week going into that game because he looked horrible. The Cowboys' offense looked horrible, and um. I'm taking the Bengals, taking the seven and a half. Um, you know, I, I don't know. It, it could be one of those situations where because you don't have tape coming into this game on that on that new Cowboys quarterback, they come up and light them up. But the Bengals are just coming fresh off a of Super Bowl loss. They didn't make it there on accident. So they, they got a nice team. They got I, – I know um, 
I don't know if everybody's active. But it, it, as long as Jamar Chase is out there, and they got a three-headed monster, as long as Jamar Chase is out there, I'm good with the Bengals. Uh, I want to see what the Cowboys can do. It's actually time for Zeke to make his money, man. He's been he's been slow chugging for the last couple seasons. It's time for him to they need him. They're gonna have to rely on him if they're gonna get through this these next couple weeks. That's possibly four to six weeks. Dax out, and, and it, you know, KG, what you were saying, I think if Dak was out for the whole season, they would reach out to a quarterback. But it's what what the 49ers want for Garoppolo. It's not worth him playing four to six weeks, you know, or even eight weeks. It's not worth those draft picks. I'd rather just see what I got, see, you know, if, if we fall down in the draft order, I'll take it. But just to get somebody and then to be, have a maybe a quarterback controversy when Dak is ready to come back, I don't think it's worth it. So just whoever's going to start for Dallas, just let them rock and roll, but they're going to lose today. KG? It, it, here's my thing. Dallas and the fans are delusional because they making up every excuse in the book. Oh man, we just gonna go ahead and we just gonna go 0 and 17 and get the number one pick and this, that, and other. I'm like, you giving up already, and your quarterback's only gonna be out six to eight weeks. Now it's four to six. It's so many different. And we did a demonstration um early in the week about what Dak can do to come back. You know, you got you, you got that thumb. You got to get that pressure. He gonna have to go Terry Bradshaw, get that 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 fingertip on the tip of the ball. He gonna have to do something to come back early. But then he also has to worry about, like we talk, calcium deposits. I don't have the the Cowboys winning anything with Cooper Rush because it's like when they had Ben DiNucci, when Andy Dalton, when Dak went down. You had Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton went down. Then you had Danucci. You 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 have nothing. You got. I, I think they have a better shot at uh, doing something with Will Greer than Cooper Rush. But Cooper Rush knows. You're shaking your head. It, it, it's something about them West Virginia quarterbacks, ain't it? Yeah, you, know, you you do it every time, man. I do. <laughs> it's like I don't know. It's like me and um, athletic um, small forwards, but. We talked about it early in the week. Mm-hmm. And we made a allusion to it, but I think there's a reason they like Rush. I don't know what it is, but maybe he got pictures. I don't know, but they like Rush for some reason. So I think, and even you mentioned it early in the week. You brought up, I think it was the Steve Berline game, uh, where Michael Irvin had like 163 yards, mm-hmm. and they beat the Atlanta Falcons. So this might be that a rebirth of that. You know, history repeats itself, especially in football. Yeah, it does. So there's a possibility. I don't see it, but there's a possibility that that could happen. It does. Um, I'm just – I'm not picking the Cowboys in this one. You don't have one of your your main guns, and I agree with, with the boss, BJ. Uh, Zeke got to earn his money. You know, Midriff got to – he got to do something. He got to become that dog that he was three years ago. He, he got to do something. You know, he can't just be out there with his nice futuristic helmet, which I'm like, I like the the style of helmet he has. I I love it. Uh, If it was in a different color, I'd probably cop one. But I love the style of helmet he has. You can't just be out there looking futuristic, you know, but you play like you only getting two yards of carry. I mean, that was the national average in in, in the 60s, man. Nah. Just say you want to put on your Dallas Cowboys socks and run around the house. No, sir. No, sir. Just, just, just say no. if you want. Just say that. Just say. What? Just say you got your Dallas Cowboys socks, your Dallas Cowboys clothes. Why would I do and, that? And as soon as you, you get see off what's the hanging family, behind me, I mean, that's, I think that's a front. I, sometimes I think that's a front. And true, true, you're true to heart. Silver and gray, or whatever the hell that silver and blue. And you of all people know, when I pick the Cowboys, what do I pick the Cowboys for? I know. I know. I what know. do I think? It's, it's, it's like a reverse. But it proves like the a point. It, it, it proves a point. When I pick the Cowboys, I let you know. They're going to win this game. They're going to go. It, it, the start of the season, healthy Cowboys team. I'm going to tell you straight up, they're going to go 7-0. But come November 1st, they're going to start losing. And then I'm going to tell everybody, I told you, you haven't arrived yet. The Cowboys haven't been. 
the Cowboys since January of 1996. Every year they went 13 and three. You haven't arrived yet. That oh, we had an undefeated uh, uh month. You haven't arrived yet. You're playing cupcakes. It's like playing Little Sisters of the Poor seven times, and you're winning seven times. But then you got to play somebody like Powell Memorial, Dematha. You're not playing anybody. Yeah, and you know the other thing is too, you're not playing the same NFC East. You're playing, you know, you got a Washington team that has a quarterback and you know has some potential, and then you're sitting there with the Eagles team that you know maybe the the cream of the division right now. Um, I mean, they got some more proven to do, but it's not the same situation where you can afford to drop some games in this division is so bad now that it, it'll even itself out. That's the other thing, too. So you falling behind now and quick, you know, you'll be fighting for your football lives when that come back, if he does come back. True indeed. Uh, next game on the next, the last game on the docket will be the Bears versus Packers. That's the 8 o'clock game. Packers are favored by 10 in this one. This is uh, one of the biggest lines of the day. Um, Packers are 0-1. Aaron Rodgers looked human last week. Uh, Trey, uh, God, what's the boy's name? Justin Fields looked superhuman in the rain um, last week. Bears are 1-0. Uh, Midnight Rider, take it away. So – on uh, um, WrestleManiacs. Now, leave your mic on. The WrestleManiacs, um, there's Don Rodriguez. And what's the big guy's name again? That's the Nubian Sumo. The Nubian Sumo has a shirt that says, Acknowledge Your Daddy. And that's what I need the Bears to do. I need the Bears to acknowledge their daddy. Because this week has been – hey, last year he told him He ran to the sidelines, had he scored a touchdown. Say, I own y'all. I own this place. And that's what it is. So there's no way I'm picking against Aaron Rodgers. And I think when they get um, Quadzilla, uh, A.J. Dillon going, because they'll run behind him, I think they figured out last week that these receivers are a little shaky after Watson dropped that first touchdown pass that should have been a touchdown. So um, I think you're going to get a healthy dose of A.J. Dillon, uh, Adam Jones, I mean Aaron Jones, and then that's going to be their formula for winning these ball games. They're not going to trust these receivers. They're not going to let it happen. Um, I like what I saw from Fields, but I still – I just can't trust the team. When your number one receiver is Mooney, I just can't trust you. Like I just feel like they didn't invest enough in this kid's future. Um, having his best tight end being Cole Komet, who went, went to Notre Dame, but still he's not an elite tight end. So I just don't feel like the Bears did enough on the offensive side to make this – anything different than what it always is. So, yeah, Bears Nation or whatever you call Bear Country, acknowledge your daddy. What you got, Lady C? Uh, so, like, I know last week we um, did this, and I picked the Packers over the Vikings because it was Aaron freaking Rodgers. I don't know what the frick happened last week. Um, but I'm still rocking behind Aaron fucking Rogers because he is fucking legend. Like he's, he's one of our guys, like, uh, and then look at the history of the bears and the Packers, like last six games, uh, with them, the bears have all the, have taken the L. So and it's it's been because Aaron freaking Rodgers, like everybody, you know, has a bad day. He was he was off his game. Clearly, he was off his freaking rocker. Uh, to only to only get one fucking touchdown. Like I don't know what happened. Like I was at work watching the game, putting guests on hold so I could see the game. Uh, <clears throat> everything. So. But yeah, definitely taking uh, everything. I want to say um, they got the Packers uh, ten point favorites uh, over under forty one and a half. So definitely taking all that for the Packers because it's Aaron freaking Rodgers. Uh, 
Brian, what you got? I got. I guess I'm going to the the the, the mental and the straight jacket because I'm taking the Bears. Um, until Aaron Rodgers show me that he's going to do with his damage without Devontae Adams, because I called that last week. I'm going with the Bears. I like the I like the energy the Bears play. I know it was um, Water Water World at Lambeau Field last week, and um, and they're going to Lambeau. Uh, I don't know what the weather conditions are in Lambeau right now, but I'm pretty sure it won't be Wild World. You know, so uh, slip and slide in the back type deal. But I'm going with the Bears. I'm going with the Bears to cover the ten. I'm going with the Bears to put a big fat apple in Aaron Rodgers' mouth and shut him up for the first time in a while. I'm going with the Bears, man. I, I, I It's a couple of teams I'm going with the opposite today, but the Bears is going to be one. I just like, I just like the Bears' mojo. That's, that's, that's all. I like, I like the way they played last week, the energy. They could have gave up, and they didn't. And, that, and when, you're, when you're looking at these teams that would normally – get to a certain point of game and just break and just let, you know, all hell loose. And now all of a sudden Aaron Rodgers got four touchdowns and they up by three, three touchdowns. You know, then you see some fight in them. I, I, I like the Bears. I like the Bears. Give me the Bears. Give me the Bears. The Bears. But nah, I can't roll with you. I got I to gotta go with the Packers. Wait, did he do this? Did I see him do the Bear thing, the Bear pulse? Does it kind of seem not. like this <laughs> 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 But I, I gotta go with the Packers. I mean you 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 yeah last week was a learning experience and you learned last week that the receivers you have they ain't gonna get it done. So you gotta have a running game and you got running backs that can have you can have a running game. And the thing is, you start it off running, make them come up, stop the run, go over the top, play action. That's how you open it up. You got to go old school. So I'm going with the Packers on this one. Uh, last but not least, and I'm sure the boss BJ ain't going no way but where he going with this one. His Buffalo Bills versus the Tennessee Titans on Monday night. Uh, the Bills look very, very good. Um, shout out to Josh Allen and his fantasy stats because dude came through for me in one league and another league. He beat the hell out of me, so I'm not mad at it. But the Bills are favored. This is the other 10-point game. Bills are favored 10 by 10 in this one. Uh, let, let, let's start off with the boss, BJ, and let him talk about his Bills, and we'll go to the Midnight Rider, Lady Sin, and I'll finish it off. Oh, I'll take it off, baby. I will take it off. This is this is a game, and I know I know we're not talking about the same Tennessee team. They, they're minus AJ Brown, but this is a team the Bills have not been able to beat. This is one of those teams I, I was talking about when we when we did the Bills show before the season start about beating teams that are that upper echelon crush, and you know maybe Tennessee aren't isn't the same without AJ Brown. But this is a team that the Bills have to prove they can beat. I'm not taking that nine and a half. I think the Bills will win. I would be surprised if it gets that out of hand. Just because you still got Derrick Henry back there, um, how fast and how quick and how well coached the Tennessee defense is. I say that every time we talk about them. It's a reason why Mike Vrabel's on the sideline. And, and, and when you see Mike Vrabel, you can see it rubbing off on that defense. They know where to go. They know where to be. And on top of being super quick, they are super stupid fast. Um, but here's here's the side where I always talk about Ryan Tannehill. God, you got to love to use some Ryan Tannehill. I don't. Uh, I'm hoping that Von Miller can come off the edge on a clean hit and put the put the helmet right right here, right here. And knock him all the way to the sideline. My dislike for Ryan Tannehill is deep because he's he's not he's not a good quarterback. He's been hitting with a great running back and AJ Brown the last couple seasons, and he's gonna start getting exposed a little bit. 
He's a mid-tier quarterback, but he ain't no upper echelon quarterback. So give me the Bills. I think the Titans cover the nine and a half. Like I said, it's always to me, you got to prove it to me. And even though they're my Bills, you got to prove to me you could beat this Tennessee team. So give me the Bills, but give me Tennessee covering at nine and a half. Ben, what you got? That's a good call on the um I think I see it exactly the same way you saw it. Um I like the Titans with the number because it's nine and a half. Um, but I think the Bills win the ball game if we're doing this outright. Uh only thing I have concerns with, and I don't know if BJ knows the answer to this. I know Gabriel Davis was questionable this week, so I don't know if he's actually playing or not. Um, I didn't see him on the inactives list that just came out on Bleacher Report. So I'm guessing he's a go, but again, this doesn't go off until Monday night. So I don't like like my fantasy football pet peeve is that if you're questionable, I don't play you on Monday night because I don't have a lot of other options. So I know he's not in my lineup, but uh, that's one concern I have going into this weekend. Uh, I'm glad to see somebody else doesn't like Ryan Tannehill as much as I do because I just, I mean, the man played receiver at Texas A&M, but somehow we making him a starting quarterback. But that's the story for a different show. And uh, and, and as I always say, content. Let's just put, put a pin in it because it's content. Um, but, yeah, it's real simple. I think that's where we're going to go. I think it's Buffalo all day. I think you'll see Josh Allen get him another um, Derrick Henry-like stiff arm day. And I think they're going to just ride it in, a, in the town. Uh, the only thing that still bothers me about Buffalo is just their running game, uh, just getting some consistency. I don't like Devin Singletary, but, I mean – he, he, he makes it work somehow. And then I like the fact that they have Crowder in the slot over Beasley. So all that said, again, going back to what I said in the beginning, I like Buffalo to win, but I like the Titans to keep it within the nine and a half. And the key for the Titans is Jeremy Simmons, who's pro- who probably, even though he missed his rookie year, he's one of the best D tackles in the league, not named Aaron Donald. So that's all I have. So uh, Lady C, it's up to you. Uh, so yeah, it, it, for me, it kind of all comes down to Tannehill and, and, and Henry. Like, what are they doing? Uh, can y'all stop Henry? Can, can Henry, Henry be stopped? Cause once he gets into his groove, it's, 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 it's like, you know, trying to stop a train. Uh, so can, can he be stopped? Can, uh, what is Tannehill going to do? Um, you know, they're calling for, you know, Bill Titans matchup has has been, you know, a really good matchup. They Titans have really uh, put it to the Bills over the last few. Uh, like a nice little thorn in their side. Cool, cool, cool. But I am going with the sources uh, predictions. The Bills over Titans, thirty seventeen, because I think Bills just gonna pull this on out. KG, well, well, I think the Bills are just a far superior team, and this is not, this is not that that middle of the generation Bills. You know, this is not <clears throat> JP Lossman and Trent Edwards and you know Rob Johnson. This is. This is a Bills team that can go far. There have been Super Bowl favorites for three years. But it's always something that trips them up. But it's never themselves. It's always something that some fluke shit that happens that trips them up. And growing up, watching this team and and, and watching what Marv Levy was able to do with guys you look back on now, and most people say, oh, he wasn't that good. Like People look at Andre Reid and say Andre Reid wasn't that good. Andre Reed was a beast. I think if you put this uh, this Bills team versus the '90s Bills, they would this offense would be able to keep pace with the K gun. That's how good I think this offense is. And I like Singletary. Granted, he's no Thurman Thomas, but I like Singletary because he can fall forward and get eight yards. Now, imagine if he stayed upright going through the hole. He might can get 12, but he can get eight. 
per carry. I've seen him do. I seen him do it last season against uh, Kansas City. Squirt through the hole, got seven and nine. You know, I like him. I just need to see more of that from him. You know, I need to see more runs from him. But if Josh Allen is able to masterfully put on a show like he did last week, the Bills will take this game, and it won't even be funny because they, they, they somebody's going to call and be like, stop it. Stop it. They're already dead. It's going to be that bad. Give me the Bills 45 to 6. So. Closing wow. remarks. That's a blowout. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 45 to 6. 45 to 6. <laughs> I don't like Tannehill. I don't like the Titans. I like Vrabel. I like Henry. I don't like anything else the Titans have. You got to respect them, though, because the the what they have rocking is working. Yes. And the Bills, that's what I'm saying. The Bills haven't been able to beat them. And like I said, I know they I know they're they're, they're AJ Brownless now, but you still got Derrick Henry back there. And you still got that defense on the other side. And uh just touch on Devin Singletary. I think that whole offense benefits from Josh Allen being able to run. And those those play fakes and stuff, it's 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 different when Lamar does them and Josh does them. Because Lamar, I, you know, I think Josh is the better QB. Lamar still might be the better runner, but Josh is the better QB. So he does a play fake. You still, you gotta, you have to honor that, and then he can kill you with damn near any throw on the field. And 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 plus plus ten when he's running to the right. He's running to the right. That's something special, and teams 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 know that. So, but Devin Singletary, Moss, and Cook Cook lost a fumble last week. You know, rookie rookie jitters, give him a pass. But that whole backfield is going to benefit from Josh being able to do what he does. So I don't not like Devin Singletary. I think I think he still get better. I I did like Zach Moss because Zach Moss was your power. But it seems like he's falling out of favor, you know. It, but if Cook keep fumbling, he's he, he gonna keep uh, Moss is gonna keep playing. So, but uh, yeah, that's all I got. Go Bills! I think the only thing for me this week that we didn't touch on is the Arizona Vegas game. I mean, I think I think Vegas is gonna. I actually have Vegas winning this ball game, and the reason I bring it up is because I think we're gonna have to start putting Cliff Kingsbury on alert. And try to figure out who he is and what he is. I think he's a fraud. I thought he should have gotten a coaching job, but I think I think it's going to play itself out. And I think he's one of the first coaches that end up having to um, go on LinkedIn and find him a new job um, come the off season. That's all I got. Let me let, let me say this, and we've talked about Cliff Kingsbury and this Arizona job. We've talked about it for quite some time. You can say what you want about Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes was given bad groceries, and then they told him go make a seven course gourmet meal. He did like what chop. he could, huh? It was like chop, where they give right. you like graham crackers, pig intestines, and say make a gourmet meal. Now, depending on who 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 your clientele is, it's not going to work. And what Wilkes still went? What he still went eight and eight, didn't he? Or was it three and thirteen? No, he went three and thirteen. I'm sorry. Yeah, it, he went three and thirteen. Only season. You get the number one pick. They get Kyler Murray. They say bye bye Wilkes. We're gonna bring in Keith, Keith uh, Cliff Kingsbury. My biggest problem with that is I didn't Cliff Kingsbury. I'm I, and this is how I know him. Oh, I remember him as a player. And I'm like, okay, you bringing this dude in after some college success, but you're not gonna say, hey, let's see what Steve can do. If we give him some ingredients from Wegmans and we put a little bit more in here, we gave this dude Josh Rosen. You didn't even give him save a lot meat. You gave him daggone a, a, a ground chuck that was seven days old and sitting out from a uh, uh, and and A&P been closed for years. So, I mean, that's, that's my whole thing. I, I, I never really was a fan of, never have been a fan of Cliff Kingsbury, but, uh, He's going to keep getting 
what he's getting. He's going to keep he's going to continue to be the guy until another guy comes along. And when that guy comes along, it's not going to be an Urban Meyer. It's going to be whoever the hottest college coach is after one season at one of these small schools. And they're going to bring him up and you're going to have the same thing. But now on the flip side, Steve Wilkes got a Super Bowl ring. Even if, even though it's an assistant, I don't care. He still got a Super Bowl ring. And he was rumored to come here and be an assistant. And I wanted him here. But he's in Tampa Bay. I'm good with that. I'm just not I'm not a fan of Cl- Cliff Kingsbury and his coaching philosophy. But it is what it is. Ain't my team. So, so KG, what's something you want to take away from this weekend or something you want to look at for this weekend? Uh. Be quite honest, unfortunately, and I know I'm going to get ripped for this, I just want to see how the Cowboys respond with no doubt. Okay. That's the biggest thing I want to see. I want to see how they respond. Do they change their offense? Do they change what they do to win games? Or are they just going to be like, all right, we're here. We we in uniform. We didn't told the line, so it's whatever. You know, are they, are they going to be ho-hum or are they going to go out there and attack like animals? This, this this weekend will show me if Mike McCarthy lasts past this season because he's been on the hot seat two years in a row. If he does not win during this stretch, he may not get fired during the season, but the Black Monday, he will be one of the coaches gone. Write it down, take a picture, store it in your, in your save notes, start on, on, on WhatsApp. I'm telling you this now. He does not win in this stretch. He's gone on Black Monday. So... It is about that time. It is 1219 on the East Coast, 1119 down there where Lady C is at. So, you know, games will be starting in about 40 minutes. Make sure you got your fantasy lineup set. Make sure you got your picks in. Uh, later on this week when we uh, – probably about Tuesday, um, we'll come in with the Tuesday night flight. We'll give a uh, first two weeks records for the sideline junkies, see where everybody fares, everybody stands. Um Make sure you check us out on every streaming platform. They're all listed on the page. Uh, it's too many to list right now, but make sure you, you every streaming platform you can listen to anything on, we there. You can watch us on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook Live, um, everywhere. And, and don't forget to join Facebook uh, group, Sideline Junkies 24-7, because we got a lot of good discussions going on in there from time to time. So be sure to join that as well. So. For the Midnight Rider, the Swamp Queen Lady C, the Boss BJ, I'm the big guy KG. We don't do no overtime. We are out of here.